slight delay. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Super Serious Dog Podcast. Thanks for tuning in, y'all. Uh, I'm Misha Bielitsky, and I'm joined with my co-host, Courtney Cuellar, and Allison Chambers is back. So Woo-hoo! welcome back. Thanks, Yay! chickies. Um, I heard you had car troubles, Allison. Ah, uh, so many car troubles. That's the do worst. You know, do you know... So. Just so everybody knows, Allison's car troubles basically revolve around, you know, cars just like decide to be a piece of shit sometimes and just keep breaking, even though it's a new car. That's, that's what's happening to her car. Yeah. It's really dumb. Do you know what you want to get instead? Yeah. Toyota Highlander. Ooh. Highlander. I need a big bitchin' vehicle for all my animals. (laughs) Um, And Volkswagen can just take a big hike off a short dock. (laughs) (laughs) um what is a highlander an suv i'm not i'm not a yeah it's pretty much like the biggest thing that toyota makes yeah it's like the expedition or um uh, you don't want to be be like me and misha and drive a minivan (gasps) i refuse (laughs) oh my gosh you could be a part of our caravan we could we could all take a road trip and just follow each other it'd be a fun a little caravan. That I'm down with. That I'm, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes when there's like a minivan on the highway, I'll like semi-caravan with them. <laughs> I <laughs> like always I'll purposely <laughs> switch lanes. We're in this especially, together. Especially I, if it's the same color. I, I check to see if it's you. Because <laughs> I always think I'm just going to like see you out driving somewhere and be like, what up? Yeah. Because hey. I mean, it could happen. It's not like it Austin's happen. that big of a, big yeah. of a city. Yeah. But there are also a lot of minivans that look like ours out there. So yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's never you. <laughs> it's not. So, Allison, um, for the show, you have something that's been on your mind for a while. You want to tell us what it, it is? Uh, yeah. So, the biggest thing I really want to discuss tonight was. Um, You know, dog chat is pretty easy to talk about, but I love talking about the human side of things. And as much as I am a people person, uh, I have found humans to be incredibly difficult to work with this year. Um, So I wanted to pick both of your brains on your experiences with that. Hell yeah. Um, Well, I can tell you right now that sometimes people suck. That's Agreed. Agreed. (laughs) Just kidding. I, I, I can second that. (laughs) <laughs> that, that people do, in fact, suck sometimes. But what do you have any like specifics or like, like, yeah, like, uh, yeah, what, uh, what specifically are you dealing with? Without, so like, I am names? proud, I am proud to say that my clients are awesome and I, I truly love working with them and the people that I get, um, are really into their dogs and that's what makes my job easier. Um, But this year, I found that there's been uh, much more of a disconnect uh, with people and their animals. Um, I feel like they're spacing out more on lessons um, or they're kind of just pooping out earlier or just don't have as much motivation as they typically do, um, whether they're stressed with work or the home environment or whatever it may be. Um, So there's been a lot of clients that I did not enjoy working with this year or ones that I just flat out um, stopped working with and 
returned whatever balance I owed to them just because it wasn't working out. And that's very unlike me. Um, so I, I just don't, I think people have been, uh, what's the word? Kablammed. I don't, I don't know. They're just not, they're not the same. Um, yeah. and it's not so much like a personal thing to each individual or an individual case. It's yeah. just their, their minds are not nearly as motivated. Well, I don't know if you know this, but we have been in a pandemic and we still are currently. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> I definitely the, think. Oh, go ahead, Courtney. Oh, I was just going to say the the, em, the empathic side of me uh, mm-hmm. definitely senses that people are on edge this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are some people are living on a, you know, 20 second news cycle and just like you know, their, their brains are turning over information so quickly that they do get bored quickly and they do space out often. Um, That's I a think, fantastic way of putting it. And yeah. I, I think it's a problem with society in general. And it, it is something I've seen uh, as well. And it's, it's something I've asked myself, like as a teacher, like how the fuck do I reach these people? Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's something that I, I don't always have the answer for. And it's a case by case thing, but um I think the tone of this year in general is just off. And I think everyone can agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause honestly, even if like, let's say person a is emotionally exhausted person B from a different household is just physically exhausted because maybe they have to run around more, do more with their kids, that kind of stuff. And then another person might be just very sleep deprived because you know, they, they can't, um, they have to do a lot more. They have a lot more responsibility. They have to work. They have to take care of their kids. They have to be with their dog the whole time. But I think, honestly, people spending more time with their dogs and not sending them to daycare and doing the things that they were doing before or not being able to have those outlets to go as many places as they used to go all the time and go camping and all these other things. Like A lot of that stuff's possible now, but it there is bigger barriers to entry. And when you have more decisions that have to be made, you're also going to get fatigued. So the decision between, you know, should I train my dog right now sometimes doesn't even occur to them just because they're so fatigued from just making choices all day long. Um, And it it definitely sucks. I've, I feel like I've been kind of lucky in that, like, I haven't really had a lot of that same experience. I haven't had a lot of clients that I hated this year. I've had a few that are just like the typical, like, uh, unrealistic expectations and they're spending a little bit more time with their dog. And so those unrealistic expectations tend to get a little bit more pronounced because people can't really see the big picture. They can't take a step back. All they see is what they see day in, day out, and they can't see the progress their dog is making as clearly. Whereas when you go home or you go to work and you come back home, you've had time away from your dog. So you can separate that a little bit better. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good point. And I definitely agree. Uh, I think they're just exhausted um, and dealing with whatever they're dealing with. And it feels like they know that they have to do the training or it's something that they should be doing, but it's just another thing on the list and everything for that day is just another thing on the list for them. I have, I have a client who um, reached out to me at a point of frustration with her dog. Um, I, we had trained another dog of hers a couple of years ago and she had gotten a new one this year, um, not because of the pandemic, just because fate decided she was getting a dog. Um, and she hadn't put the effort into training, and she knew that. 
Um, but it was like a week before the election and she had tried to take the dog for a walk and it didn't go well. And she just, you know, I don't, I don't know if like anything happened with the dog where she lost her shit, but I know she said she came back from that walk and she went in the bedroom and cried and took a nap for three hours because she was just done. She was exhausted. She was just so fed up with everything. And she called me and she's like, what do I do? And I was like, well, you pay me some money and I take your dog for a week because it sounds like you need a break from your dog, honestly. Is and, this Magnum? Uh, no, it's Hawk. Oh, okay. Um, so, and I took him off her hands for a week and it, uh, it, I think it really helped give her that space to like breathe mm-hmm. for a second and get that clarity of like, okay, I have this new dog in my house. I need to teach him stuff. I need, you know, I need to train him. Um, and it's not going to be easy the whole time. And, and if I get frustrated, I'm not having any good effect on my dog. And, and she was able to slow herself down. And I actually just saw her today and the dog's doing great. Um, much better on a lot of things, still some things to clean up because it's a Husky and he's still learning. And, um, but I, I was really proud of her for self-identifying. Like she told me in that phone call, she's like, I don't know if it's because of the election or what, but like, there's just too much and it's, it's too much. It's too much on me. And I'm like, that's, that's valid. Thank but you that's, for admitting um, that. That's phenomenal that she was able to feel comfortable enough just to say that out loud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm super proud of her. If you're listening, I'm super proud of you. <laughs> she knows. She knows. Then she listens. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, what about you're a own? wonderful resource, Courtney? <laughs> uh, thanks. I try to be. <laughs> what about on, on y'all's end, right? Like, especially on your end, Allison, since this is kind of your your brainchild, right? Is you know, do you feel like you've also had a lower tolerance or threshold for certain things, certain stressors, certain um, just normal issues that come up from clients? Um, not exactly, but 2020 has really taught me how to self-prioritize um, and how to take care of myself first. Uh, because before the quarantine started and pandemic, I would just take on whatever because I could and it was money. Um, and I've come to the realization that that is not what's best for me at all. Um, yeah. So I really had to put limits, um, and I've had to find those limits and what works for me. Um, and I had to tell a lot of people no, and that was very hard for me. Um, so I'm proud in the progress that I've made with that. Um, but no, I've, you know, um, the only thing that I've had trouble with is now that I've got another dog, it's just another thing that I've got to put some more time into, but you know, uh, that's the project I took on. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, what's like, if anything, have you been doing to kind of help these clients that have you found anything that's successful and helpful for them, especially if they're spacing out and, you know, or not being committed or anything like that? Play. Play, 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 play. Um, I feel like so many people have this expectation that treats is, or training is just, uh, you do this and the dog gets a treat and it's this formula versus a lot of dog training is just relationship and play with your dog. Um, and I think that's like relieving for them to hear that that's normal, (laughs) you know, be, be a person with your dog, have fun with your dog. It's not like, I'm not going to come here and and drill you and tell you what to do. I'm I'm here to show you how to have more fun, uh, with your dog and how to build on that. Yeah. I've been making, um, a lot of my clients 
dance in lessons, not like really yeah. like come, you know, dance with me and do like a, a waltz or anything, but like when we're proofing things, cause like sometimes people are just really stiff and awkward and like, they're just like overthinking things. And I'm like, you need to laugh. And I know what's going to make you laugh feeling slightly embarrassed. Let's do this. <laughs> 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 and that's been helping a lot, but you're absolutely right in terms of play. Like People make training this like rigid robotic thing. And even if they're not necessarily like, uh, you know, monotone or anything like that, they still just have like this, I don't know, stiffness, right? Awkward. They're awkward and they don't, yeah, they don't leave room for experimentation. And it's like, no, you, you have to experiment. You have to fuck things up and you have to go, oh, well, that didn't work. And then think about why it didn't work. But don't just go, oh, fuck, it didn't work. Oh, this isn't working. <laughs> like that's that's because that accomplishes nothing and helps no one, like at at all. Um, if if the only thing it does is it, it proves that little tiny voice in your head that questioned whether this was going to work, it proves that voice right, mm-hmm. um, and and that really doesn't do any good. Um, and there's no need to prove that voice right. It's much much more empowering to prove that voice wrong and be like, okay, that didn't work. Why and how can I do it different? How can I do it better? And then you try to do it better and then you get better and you're like, hey, yeah. look at this thing I can do. figured it out. Yeah. Be, yeah. yeah, be curious about your, the failures because the failures are inevitable. There is never, ever going to be a time in dog training or freaking sewing or, or anything in learning life. a new language or anything. Yes, like you, you have to fail. You have to trip over your words. You have to stitch something improperly. You have to just basically fuck it up and learn how to fix it. Um, that's the biggest thing is learn how to fix it or take it from the top and start over and go a little slower, be a little bit more mindful. Right. But don't, don't suck the fun out of the room. Right. Like learning should be fun. I don't like playing the same game all the time. I play video games and I get bored of the the same freaking game. So even within your games, like if you always only play fetch with your dog, well, yeah, your dog's going to get bored of you too. Like (laughs) try mixing it up a little, throw in, throw in some obedience into it or change the game to where like, sometimes you also like kind of tug the ball in their mouth. I do that with B-Town all the time. Or sometimes you make them wait and you throw the ball and then you send them to go find it and they have Uh to engage their nose. Mm-hmm. Best thing ever. That's yeah. the, I love that one. That's yeah. fun for me. <laughs> I, I love anything related to nose work, though. Honestly, I just think it's so fascinating. It's like magic to watch a dog go out into an area and not know where something is and then fucking find it with their nose. Like, you go try to do that. Anybody <laughs> listening, go, go try to find the exact location of something with your eyes closed and not touch it, like just with your nose. Like, you can't. <laughs> Like you fucking can't. And if you can, let us know. Prove it. Let you can can be on the show. If you can do that, you can be on the show. I really appreciate that you gave like a genuine hearty like sniff, 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 (laughs) Courtney. I really appreciate that. I hang out with too many dogs. I don't hang out with enough people. I hang out with dogs and I walk around and go with them, you know? Oh my god. It was heartfelt. It was genuine. Some people might think I'm kidding when I say no. that. Mm-mm. No. She's not kidding. I, I have smelled posts that my dogs have sniffed. It's a really fun activity, actually. You would be surprised how many things have a lot more variance in their smell. You would think grass smells like grass. And, you know, wooden post smells like a wooden post. Like, no. Sometimes it's got, like, a floral scent to it. Sometimes it smells gross because the dog peed there. 
But like even within the P, there's variations. It's a fascinating world. And like that's only a small fraction of it. Not that I go around sniffing dog pee all the time, just to clarify. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we don't kink shame here. We that's don't true. kink shame that's here. That's true. Yeah, your cat Whatever likes you aggressive like. love, <laughs> um, and he drools all over everything. And I, I, yeah, no. And you sniff dog pee. It's okay. I, it ha- well, you know it happens. It's like it just comes with hazard of the job, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> comes with the territory. To, at least I don't have to like walk into kennels where like dogs paint the walls with diarrhea anymore. That's that was Ugh. never fun. I'm so That's, happy to be past that phase of my life. Also. <laughs> Me too. Uh, Allison, uh, remind me, did you start off in a cleaning shit off walls phase of your dog endeavors? No, (laughs) but I will say that I had that experience last week. It was was so, it was so, the mess I came to, came home to was so heartbreaking that I am almost 30 years old and I called my mom and I was like, I don't even know how to approach this. (laughs) (laughs) Like I, I, I have see been there. I have yeah. been there. Mom, help! Do I, even, do, I, do I just burn the house down? Like, how do you? You can't clean this. This will. Never- it was dried on like oh. what is what is the opposite of the crown molding on on the the baseboard? It was like mm. dried in the baseboard. It was. I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. Oh yeah, that's terrible. Especially once yeah. it's caked on, like hard yeah. ass. Hashtag pork allergy. Oh. So. Oh, poor dog. Did they yeah. so did they not tell you about the pork allergy or like been feeding her pork for six years? Huh. And uh apparently no more. No more. Like a hard uh, no, real fast. My first dog, Dixie, uh had a lot of GI issues. We never completely figured out what they were because every time they got better, they were only better until they were worse again. Um through all these experiments. Anyway, I uh, I saw one of my posts about her, like in memory of her, and Aww. at the bottom of it, I put like, you also like it was like, oh Dixie, you taught me all these things about life and how to just be yourself and like all that stuff, and at the bottom I put like, uh, you also taught me how to clean up all kinds of diarrhea really well, <laughs> and I appreciate that <laughs> because uh, the things I would come home to with that dog, I mean. It, it was always like, how do I even approach this? Like, how, where do you start? Because it's on the dog. It's on everything around the dog. And, like, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. Yeah. And it's in there. The worst part yeah. is when you have that dog who's paint, like, covered in his own doo-doo. And it's everywhere. And they're, like, whipping it around with their tail. And they're, and they're jumping so dog. happy to see you. Yeah. <laughs> but they Ooh. also jump on you. Or maybe they're, like, aggressive. And so you have to have, like... Like what? Like what do you prioritize? <laughs> it's so difficult. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and you know, I don't. I don't miss the days of of that at all. I don't miss the days of having that many dogs boarding in one situation and uh, pass. I was telling you, I, I picked up some shifts at a kennel recently because nobody's traveling for the holidays. So I usually make a bulk of money during uh, uh, for boarding over the holidays, and I didn't get that over Thanksgiving. So I picked up some shifts at a kennel. Uh, that I used to work at, long story. Uh, and I didn't uh, handle any of the dogs. I just did like extra cleaning stuff and baths. But it was so loud in there. I was having like flashbacks of getting like pee covered dogs and shit covered dogs out of the kennels while it's loud and like they're all jumping and barking. And oh, it's not a good time. It's not a good time. Kennels in the holidays are not fun. 
They're stressful. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Very much so. So back back to our original topic. Not oh, that shit. I don't enjoy talking about poop and pee. I forgot there was an original topic. <laughs> I'm still laughing at the fact that you taught your dog how to raise his leg, leg by lifting his leg. <laughs> I have not forgotten that story. <laughs> Dude, I've been thinking about, I have this Bernadoodle that's been doing day training with me. And like, there've been a couple of times where I've like lifted his leg for him because he'll piss all over his cute, fluffy ass front feet. And I'm like, no, no I want to cuddle with you later. So I've been like... <laughs> Holding it up. He, it hasn't quite clicked yet, but I think it will. I think it will soon. Cause like he's, he's got huge balls. It's really weird. Like he's tiny, but his nuts are huge. I'm like no wonder you're trying to hump every dog you see now. Like Jesus Christ. Um, well, but Casanova. Yeah. Right. But anyways, so yeah, back to people being grumps and difficult or distracted and whatever. Um, <clears throat> do you feel like you've seen, more of this like archetype of person um, like earlier in the year, middle of the year, has it been pretty consistent throughout the year? Uh, I guess middle of the year. Mm. That makes sense. I, Cause people are getting fatigued. Yeah. In the thick of it. Um, yeah. Cause recently it's gotten a lot better and I'm like, shit, is that on me? Am I not screening my people well enough? But no, that's a good point. It's right in the middle of the year. That was going to be one of my next questions was how, how do you screen your people and, you know, are you able to screen out those people a little better? But if it, it sounds like if it was right in the middle of the year, I mean. Tensions were high. Tensions were high. Shit was yeah. going on and everyone was stressed. And like I said, that fucking you know, 22 second news cycle, or I'm just making that number up. But, you know, the scrolling and the refresh and the, all the things and the input of the brain and the uh of the Did anybody um, have clients that rescheduled during the um, election? Uh, <laughs> I tried to have people not schedule or like, or I had people who didn't want to schedule on election day. And I was like, you know, we're not going to find out the real results for like <laughs> at least a week or two, right? Because there's going to be mail-in ballots. And they're like, oh, that's true. <laughs> but one of my clients, actually Bruce's uh, mom, the Bernadoodle, uh, that I was trying to lift his leg with the huge balls, um, he, uh, she <laughs> was <full> like, <laughs> right. <laughs> the great. That's how it's <laughs> um, but, uh, she, she, his like first day was supposed to be on election day. And, and she was like, I was a mess last year, last time the election rolled around. And I was like, well, let's, uh, let's just, let's just do it anyways. I, I think it'll distract you. It'll take your mind off of it. We should do it anyways. But no, I didn't have anybody, um, do that. And I think because honestly in Austin, like I think a lot of people voted early, like there was a ton of people on day one and week one in general. And hmm. so I, I think everything was pretty spread out. Hmm. What Did about you? you, Courtney? Oh no, I didn't. Uh, Allison. Yeah. I had a whole bunch of people who were like, I want to watch it. I'm like, all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> like that's a, I agree. Like I'll be watching it too, but yeah, and then it was. Just I was going to teach you how to train your dog, but I mean, if you don't want to do that, I'll I'll watch it too. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was I was not interested on election day in tracking anything. I was like, wake me up when it's over. <laughs> that was that was yeah. my mo. Because like honestly, there's just there's no point in like stressing and worrying about it. Like I can't control it. I did my part. I voted. Just have to wait and see. I mean, so. that's how I felt. It's just yeah. like, well, it's, like it's going to be game. there. 
Right. I, I felt like some people were treating it like a football game. Yeah. I'm like, I know we haven't had like a ton of sports this year, but like, this is not a sport, guys. We're not like, <laughs> oh, he's getting ahead. Oh, oh, oh. Like, no, it just it doesn't fucking matter. It's just fucking sit back, let them do their job. They'll get back to us with an answer. Calm the fuck down. But oh, uh, I've missed you too. You guys are so great. <laughs> but nobody wants to hear calm the fuck down this year. Um, no. No. We all, no, we all just. That. No, and I'm, I'm not saying that to anyone. Just no. clarify by taking a deep breath and tell you to calm the fuck down. <laughs> I'm just saying it's an idea. <laughs> I, I definitely feel like now it's interesting. I feel like now I have a lot more flaky people. Like I got a ton of new clients um, rolling in last week and all of them have just been flaky. Like one I was supposed to do a phone consult with on Monday and then we pushed it back to today and she didn't answer. And then other people have just been like, Oh, I'm actually going out of town. And I'm like, well, why did you call me? Why, why do you call me? And then immediately go out of town. That's stupid. <laughs> call me <laughs> when you're back in town. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Put it on your to-do list. Um, but other than that, yeah, I, I don't Ooh. Was, was that gunshots? <laughs> it was it, it was a marrow bone that slammed on the floor. It, it totally sounded like gunshots, though. Had I not, <laughs> and welcome like, to Florida, folks. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! If we and were like, like not, in she the didn't city. move at all. She was just like, whatever. It's regular. It's casual. That's <laughs> Florida. Okay, friendly fire. Can we talk about like when people flinch for the funniest things and lessons? Because holy shit, I feel like you know the three of us. We've had some pretty gnarly dogs. We've worked with some pretty gnarly. I mean, Allison, you do protection, so like <laughs> you've seen some shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have. <laughs> the other day it was in a lesson. <laughs> it was in a lesson, and this guy like the sweetest like doodly little like it, it was like a small doodle too it wasn't one of those really tall ones <laughs> comes bounding up <laughs> to him like literally bounding like boop 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 like a little <laughs> lamb hopping through a field and he goes oh like is that aggressive <laughs> like no not at all and the funny thing is like we're working on like the dog looking aggressive and like barking at people and that kind of stuff. So it was clearly like this guy's not very experienced with dogs and whatever, but (laughs) (laughs) I've had people like that where like the dog's playing tug or like just playing in general. And it like throws a play bow and goes like, you know, or whatever. And the people are like, is it growling at me? And I'm like, no, (laughs) it's having fun. It's having a good time. It wants you to play with it. So play with it like try doing that position and going do it back yeah try that (laughs) works for the people on the internet is there a tail is there an ass in your face is that what's happening tail oh hello she is oh hello that's uh that's ruka yeah yeah she she wanted a space next to mom (laughs) proceed that's so nice that's so nice but yeah people are funny man People are biases. I mean, yeah, do you, weird you things. don't you yes. don't know what you don't know. You don't know what you don't know. One right. And, and I definitely do agree with our biases do weird stuff to us because like people mention a dog breed to me and like my brain automatically has this like, oh well those dogs have this, this, and this common behavioral problem. But like not all dogs have behavioral problems. Mm-hmm. Only the ones that come to me. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> people don't bring me perfectly fine dogs. 
like they don't come to a trainer. They don't seek out help unless they need help. Um, It's just, just, I mean, I wish we could change that. Every once in a while we get one of those gems where you're like, why are you hiring me? And they're like, I just want to not fuck it up and I want to be prepared and whatever. I love those people. I love you so much. Do you have friends? Can you tell your friends about this way of thinking? Because this is great. (laughs) (laughs) People don't think like this. It's great. Uh, Yeah, I wish I wish that was a more common thing, but yeah, you we know, do. We develop biases because of that. Okay, you know what we should do in 2021 when we're allowed to be normal again, hopefully, um, <laughs> dude. We should yeah, do stuff. It's, it's going to be New Year's, and they're just going to be like, "Say, click, it's over. We're done. 2021's <laughs> here now. It's pretend all like, good." Pretend like 2020 never happened. Um, <clears throat> it would be really fun to like, like I want to know what people are like in lessons in Florida. You know what I mean? Like mentalities are different. There's just certain things, there's certain expectations or certain things people want to do with their dog. That's different. Like here, nobody wants to say no to their dog and everybody wants their dog off leash, which like off leash, that's not like, we don't have a monopoly on that, but I'd just be curious to see like teaching styles like Houston, I can imagine would be very different. Like if I lived in Houston, was a trainer there, I would definitely have a bigger variety of like demographics and that kind of stuff. And I, you know, what would be really fun is if we like, you came to visit us and you ran some of our lessons and I would go visit you and I'd run some of your lessons. I think that'd be Hell yeah, fun. I'm down. That I would be so fun. Down. That'd be fun. <laughs> and then we could record it or something if we're organized enough. <laughs> Turn it into a thing. It's a thing. It's a okay. thing. Trading <laughs> spaces with dog trainers or something Ooh. like that. We could... We could come up with probably a, like even punnier name than that, but that's an awesome start. Jot like it down. Yeah, I didn't say that was the winning name. I just no, no. It's a it's a great start though. I used to love that show on TLC. Me too. That's why I came. That's why I came to mind. So I was like, oh, remember that awesome show where they like did trade it, and then like they fixed stuff in each other's house, and then they like stuck back. And like sometimes like the people would absolutely hate what the other yeah. person did. I yes. love those. I love those. <laughs> Uh, they're like, this all has to go. No, yeah. absolutely not. And they're okay. mortified. So I'm thinking carnival. <laughs> I know she's afraid of clowns, but oh my God. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> I would love it. I would like hang out in here all the time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, on that note, um, carnival and clowns and trading spaces. Uh, <laughs> That's all we got for today's show. Um, if you guys want to hear more, we're going to go in depth with some really fun topics on the Patreon episode. So check it out. Um, if you're not sure if you want to subscribe, we actually released um, two episodes. Two of um, them. <clears throat> two. Uh, two. One guys. of them is called uh, Clowns Produce 100 Units of Stress. And Speaking the other of one. Clowns. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? What a perfect segue. Man, I could have capitalized on that. Oh, well. Um, <laughs> and then the other one is called The Problem is We Are Primates. So you can just go to patreon.com um, slash super serious dog podcast and you can go either scroll down and, or I think there's a search function. I'm pretty sure you can just type in that name. Mm-hmm. So, or those names, I should say. Um, if you want to get in contact with Al- Allison, um, she's in Florida. <laughs> with yeah. Florida. Complete canine training. She's got an online presence and stuff. So definitely check her stuff out. And, um, you know, if you really like uh, what, what you see on our Patreon, you can also spend five bucks a month. You get early access to new episodes and um, you also get all the other cool ass Patreons that we've got. Episodes are longer, too. So we get tend to get like a lot more in depth. Not about dog butts and balls, I swear. 
<laughs> okay, sometimes it's about dog butts and balls, though. But not always. Sometimes not it's about always. our feelings and we cry. That's true. We actually cried like a couple episodes ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, really deep. Uh, good stuff. Come check it out. <laughs> if you Fun time. See us cry if you're into that sort of <laughs> if you're thing. into that. Because <laughs> we don't kink shame. Like I here. said, we don't kink shame here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you.